coaching humans on how to get clear about the work they're doing. By listening to others spill their guts, I know you'll relate, relieve some stress, and find the tools to freaking do what you feel called to do. Hello, my empire builders, my boss babes, my humans who are going to single-handedly save the economy and the future of our planet. This is a crazy time to be alive. This is bananas. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. I hope that you are well. I hope that you are healthy. If you are not well, if you are not healthy, even if you are well, I am sending you love and support. And it was really important to me that we provide you with something of value right now in this uncertain time. So if you're listening to this later, we are on quarantine Some states are on more of a lockdown than others. The world is shut down for coronavirus. Whoa, right? And I was in my office at the beginning of what will be last week. And I was just trying to get really thoughtful and intentional. Like, what can I do to offer some perspective, help? How can I serve? And this isn't a question I'm asking every day because I'm not in the space to do that every day. But I was feeling open. I was feeling like I had capacity. And I just felt like I should hop on Brand School, our Instagram, and see if there were any questions I could answer. So this episode is actually a live recording and I felt like the message was so pertinent. We pulled the audio and it's here for you now. And it's our special business therapy episode for you today. And I just, I cover this, but I really, really want you to hear it. I literally five seconds ago got a direct message from a girl saying, I'm just really, you know, been so slacking since this whole world crisis. You are not slacking. You're in a world crisis. Okay. I yell in, I yell in the episode so we can just get into it. But I wanted to let you know that in order to accommodate the pandemic, like many businesses, I've had to shift a few things. And one of the things we had a retreat coming up in April. It is a mastermind retreat. We've moved the retreat till June. It's a really small retreat and we're feeling, I don't know, as confident as we can feel about June. But because of the schedule, we have a couple spots. Because we had to change the schedule, we have a couple spots that opened up. And what we're doing is... I want to, and so this is like what I'm doing in my business right now. And I'm going to challenge you guys if you want to think about things the same way. I thought, okay, we have this retreat coming up and we had to push it back. How can I offer value in the meantime, especially with what's happening? And so what we're doing in addition to our amazing mastermind retreat, if you've heard me talk about it, is Ashley Rose Reeves and I, we're going to be doing a group coaching with every person who's coming to the retreat. And this is just a handful of people. So it's small group coaching, people getting together, 
once a month, talking about business during this uncertain time, coming up with solutions and ideas for each other. So we moved that retreat to June. We're going to drop the link for it in the podcast description, or you can find it at allisonsbrandschool.com forward slash retreat and learn about it. Because if you want to get in on that monthly group coaching, we're adding that in at no additional cost. It's going to start in April. So we're really excited about that. I hope you enjoy this live that we turned into a podcast. You're doing a really good job. Hey guys. Hey, listen. No, you don't have to listen. You don't have to do, you don't have to do anything you don't want to do. Instead of doing any of the work that I needed to do, I thought I would just hop in here and just see if I could be helpful to somebody. It felt like somebody could use some help. I know people are starting to get very stressed about money, about finances. We don't want to be jerks because there's people dying. And you're like, I can't be stressed about my business, but putting food on the table is stressful. And I am the primary income provider for our home. And I know people are stressed about money. I know people are stressed about work. So when I think about what is it that I have to give? What is it that I can do? I think a really relevant question, somebody just asked Thought Boss Coach, how do I stay motivated right now? Don't stay motivated. I'm not looking at your question. I am just like, stay motivated. This is bananas. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. All of us acting like we need to like continue with business as usual when the world has gone bananas and there are people literally dying in the street and industries crashing and an unprecedented recession coming up. I don't think you need to stay motivated because what are you motivated towards? There's so much uncertainty. I think the only thing we can do right now as business owners and as humans is ask, how can I stay in this present moment? And that might be not reading the news. And that might be putting yourself in your room and and caring about business as usual. If that feels helpful to you, this pressure of like, I've got all this free time. You don't have free time. You have panic time. This is unprecedented world crisis. And I'm not saying that to freak you out. I am saying that because why should we be trying to be productive? I'm at work not to be productive. I'm at work to keep the lights on because I'm lucky enough to have phone calls. I'm lucky enough to have work to do. That's it. I am so lucky that I have work to do right now. And if I didn't have work to do, I wouldn't be here trying to get work done. I'm not here trying to make the most of this. I'm here getting work done because I'm freaking privileged to have work to do right now. Now, let's all take a deep breath in. And out. The only thing you can do right now is live in the present moment. Because we don't know what tomorrow is. We don't know what an hour from now is. And if you have not spent any practice to live in the present moment, this is going to be really hard. Okay? So, girl, you don't worry about staying motivated. You don't worry about showing up and being productive. No! We are not in thrive mode. We are in survive mode. What do you need so you're not crying every hour? If it is to do some work and to feel a little bit of normalcy, then you do some work to feel some normalcy. But you're not doing work to check off boxes. We're in a freaking pandemic. People are dying. But we're bananas because we're sitting here being like, how do I make the most of this? What should I be working on in my business? Because it is more comfortable to ask those questions than to go, I don't know what's going on. 
but it's okay not to know what's going on. It's okay not to know what work you should be doing in your business. In fact, if you're acting like you know everything to do, just examine, oh, that's interesting. When I'm not sure what to do, I pretend I know what to do. So here's what I'm doing. Every morning, I do everything I can to get myself to a place where I can show up for what it is I have to show up for. So I had an interview with Parents Magazine this morning, a big national magazine, a big long interview. We've spent weeks prepping for. I tried to do my hair, it already fell out. I tried to put some makeup on. I wore a bodysuit because that's what I had to do today. That's it, that's all I've gotta do today. I've got a phone call. Luckily, I've got work to do, luckily. But if I didn't, I'm not doing work. I'm making ramen, I'm cleaning my house, I made monkey bread, I'm watching shows in my bed. When I don't know what to do, I do nothing. That's great, do nothing. That was from Root and Rise Academy. When you're sitting in that nothingness, you're not doing nothing, you're numbing. Call me out if I'm wrong, but are you actually staring at the wall doing nothing or are you just watching TV, being on social media? Reading a book isn't nothing. Making food isn't nothing. If you mean nothing on your business, that's different than nothing, okay? I think a lot of us are numbing. It's okay to numb. It's totally okay to numb. It's okay to get angry. It's okay to yell. It's okay to get upset. It's okay to be confused. How it's gonna serve us is when we're able to witness it, when we're able to watch it. So I wanna scroll back up and get a couple of the other questions. I'm glad this is giving some of you perspective. So Beauty Mavens, how to pivot from a service base to more of an online biz. Beauty Mavens, be quiet. You guys do online all day long. You know what you're doing. I know them very well, okay? I know that you guys do services, but you do online teaching, you do online consulting. Get online, do a live like me, beauty mavens, and talk to your beauty professionals. You're lonely because you're used to being in a freaking salon all day talking to people. Get into your Instagram and talk to those people, okay? I love you, beauty mavens. That's why I'm being so bold with you. Beauty mavens are killing it. I know they're killing it. Thank you for letting me yell at you. I knew that you could handle that. I know you and you need just a little slap of like, you know what to do, stop it. Get out there and serve people. My so bliss, Alex, I'm panicking because my husband's job is shut down and I want to help us as much as possible, but it's causing me to be way more stressed. So Bliss, a lot of people are in this position. Their husbands, maybe they're being put on furlough. Maybe they're being let go. Husbands are losing their job. And a lot of you have these businesses, these ideas as a side project and a side hustle. And now you're like, I need to make all of the money right now, immediately. Okay, unprecedented world crisis. People are spending differently. Businesses are hiring differently. So if you think that this week, right this minute, you're going to figure it all out, crisis or no crisis, we need to let that go. We need to let that expectation go. Here's what you can do. Sit down and think of all of the ways that you can make money or contribute. We are very, very privileged. I am very, very privileged. It is a privileged position to be like, um, I want to make money the exact way I want to make money. I've been watching Shit's Creek, so I'm going to sound like Alexis. Um, I just want to do it exactly like this. Okay, I'm not saying that's what you sound like. I'm saying that's what I often sound like. But when we are in survival mode, when we need to contribute, we sit down and look at everything that we have, all the resources that we have. And rather than going off into philosophical tangent theory land of panic, let's come back to what are the things you can do that are making you money in your business? If you have a business,
business that's making money, or if you'd like to start making more money, what are services, products, different things you can do to contribute. And then maybe make another column of things that people are going to be needing. This morning, I was like, we have our IG for you course, and it's really, really good. And I think that people are going to need it. Maybe they need our influencer course. But before I just put it on sale, I got to just talk to you guys and see what you need. I don't know if what you need is action items right now. I think what a lot of people need, and I'm just guessing, is to just take a breather, take a moment. If the whole world can go on lockdown, you can take four days and not work on your business. I'm not saying there's not going to be consequences to the whole world going on lockdown, just like there might be some consequences to you pausing for four days, but sometimes pausing is necessary. Have conversations. Have conversations with yourself. Have conversations with your friends. Have conversations with your community. Have conversations in your direct messages. I think we just need to have some conversations. I have all of my How to Build an Awesome Brand workshop recorded and filmed. And maybe what I need to do is be spending time getting that ready as an online course. Maybe that's what people need right now. I'm not sure. I'm just taking some time. So here's what I did. I'm just going to share my experience because that's what I'm an expert in, okay? I woke up this morning and I said, what is it that I need to be able to show up for today? I am doing an interview for Parents Magazine. This interview got pushed back a few weeks. So I am being interviewed during a pandemic. This national magazine platform is going to be shared to a national audience of people who need it more than they ever needed it before. So what do I need to do to show up so that I can give my gifts in that interview? Now, normally it would be get up, go running, get my exercise in, but I just got my period. I have terrible cramps. Before I get my period, I don't sleep. So my body is really exhausted. So I decided to sleep in and then I decided to eat so that I could take some pain meds for my cramps because normally I'm like, frantic rushing. I decided to give myself time to be late to my Zoom meeting for my office so that I didn't feel frantic getting ready. I did all of this so I could show up for that interview. And then I showed up for that interview and then that's all I did. I showed up. And then I went to the bathroom, I got a snack, I got some water, I hydrated. I have another meeting at two because I'm very, very lucky to have another Zoom call meeting at two for some potential work. And I said, should I work on a newsletter? Should I edit some copy? Because I was in a calm state, I had the feeling that I could get on either the Allison Show or Brand School and share something that somebody needed. And that that was more important than anything else I could do before two o'clock. But if I'm thinking about how I'm going to pay bills in April and how I'm going to pay bills in May, if I'm thinking about all of that, I don't show up and do this. And showing up and doing this, the conversation in the present without expectations, without coercion, that is how I'm going to learn and get inspired for the next step. What do I need to do to show up for today? And I think that that is the best question we can be asking ourselves. From Utah with Love, she says, I don't have a business, but I enjoy listening to the advice because I'm trying to apply it to be present for your kids right now. Yes. What's holding you back in your life is holding you back in your business. What's holding you back in your business is holding you back in your life. Speechwork Utah says, okay, it's time for me to chill the F out, let go of any guilt about resting and get stable before I can share. Who wants to do business with people who are losing their crap? 
not me. Have you ever like maybe gone to have like a service done and somebody's like obviously not in a good place and you're like, don't touch my hair like that. Don't touch my eyebrows like that. Don't fix my car when you're mad. Okay, Root and Rise Academy says, how do you make amazing connections between thoughts? You know what? You're giving me a compliment, but I'm going to answer. I practice. I practice. I practice. I practice. I do podcasts after podcasts. I do free coaching after free coaching. I go and I show up when I'm not ready and I practice. Bybeco says, I just saw a kid doing football drills by himself in the park with his high school helmet and jersey. He's showing up. He's just practicing. The only thing I feel 100% confident telling you to do right now is practicing living in the present moment because you will have a much more successful business if you do that. Practice getting in tune with yourself because when you're in tune with yourself, you have space to be in tune with what your community needs to serve. We need people taking inspired action and showing up to do inspired service. Not right this minute. I think right this minute we need healing. But you know the people who are showing up are the people like me who have spent the last three years trying to figure out how to live in the present moment. And even then, yesterday, I was very, very sad. Yesterday, I couldn't show up, so I didn't. My husband showed up for me. My kids showed up. Yesterday, I took a lot of time in my room. I just got really sad yesterday. It was hormones. It was the world. And because I took that time for myself yesterday, I know I'm better able to show up today. W Marie Photography says, I think I've had a hard time wanting to go on and connect on social media because I don't know what to say about what's going on. Is it something you need to address? This is just my experience. Not addressing it seems insane to me. I had somebody call me and do a business phone call with me and they just did business as usual and didn't bring it up. And I just was like, oh, oh, okay, okay. Oh, we're not gonna talk about it. But that's just kind of how I operate. I address it. You don't need to be an authority. You don't need to be an expert to say, this is crazy. I'm scared. I'm a little uncertain. I'm not sure how I feel about it. Here's what I'm doing. I don't think that you show up online and do that when you're hysterically crying on the floor though. I think you have to protect yourself. Like I didn't start a live stream from my bed yesterday when I was hysterically crying. I'm very happy to talk to you about it today because I don't feel that way today, but that doesn't mean I didn't feel that way yesterday. And I think everybody thinks they have to show up as some authority. We have a retreat that was scheduled for April and we said, hey, we think we're gonna move it to June. We've never been in a situation where the country's on lockdown and we don't know how long it's going to be before we're allowed to congregate publicly. So I'm very open to having an open communication about the best way to proceed with this. Ashley and I talked about this on our live on Friday. She's getting all of these emails from businesses saying, here's what we're doing. Here's what we're doing. Here's what we're doing. And she started just unsubscribing because she was feeling so overwhelmed, getting like all of this advice and input on how to handle the crisis. So she said she got this email from Squatty Potty. I was like, well, what if Squatty Potty had sent you a message that said, we're feeling really overwhelmed right now. What about you? She's like, I would have opened that email. And this is what I've been teaching in Allison's brand school for years is not to overextend and to give more than you have to give. We're not robots. We're humans. And business is about serving other humans. So let's connect as humans. From Utah with Love says, I go back and forth between thinking of things I can do to help my neighbors and family and not wanting to get out of bed watching shows. Yes. 
And I think what I would say is when you're in bed watching shows, just watch yourself and say, I'm going to watch TV for an hour. And if I feel worse after an hour of watching television, I'm going to get out of bed and sit on the couch. If staying in bed is helping you feel like you're recharging or like keeping you in a safer place, then I, I say stay in bed and let yourself stay in bed. Just watch it and assess it and set some time limits for it. That's what I've been doing. Somebody says, I appreciate the accounts that will even address that they aren't addressing it. I think that's great. Everybody gets to take a break. Authenticity breeds connection. That is what we teach. Marie Photography, I'm so glad that that was helpful for you. My team, Julie and I, we were just talking about this. Julie says, even being present in my numbing helps it be more effective. Yes. And you know how I like to be present in my numbing or in my big kind of hard emotions is I narrate them like a movie. Now Allison is laying in bed. Allison is wallowing as she wearily raised her arm to grab her phone. She hates every minute of this. Even if I'm like annoyed at my narrator, I think my narrator is an idiot, which is all me. It keeps me present. So now I'm freaking out. I'm freaking out. Like I narrate what I'm doing. I'm having an anxiety attack. So yesterday I had a conversation that really scared me. And like even talking about it makes me feel a lot of emotion right now. I was already on the edge and then I had a conversation about somebody that I'm concerned about. And then talking to them made me even more concerned. I just started sobbing. When I was sobbing, really like sobbing, I just, leaned in. Not exaggerating. Like, you know, when your kids are crying and then you look at them and they like ham up the crying. It's not a performance. It's an allowance. I just cried. And I just said, I'm so sad. This is really hard. I'm so sad. Not I should stop crying or all of these terrible things are going to happen. I'm worried about this. I'm worried about a month from now. I'm worried about two months from now. That dramatizes and plays it all up. But just saying what you're actually feeling is very, very difficult. And a lot of us don't have practice doing it. Love Alumni says we talk about it, but also post some regular branding posts to grasp some normalcy, but we still bring it up because I cannot just go along posting to my community as if nothing is going on. I think that's great. And like everything else in life, just try it. For this week, try saying, hey, to get a sense of normalcy, I'm going to carry on with business as usual. And here's what I would have posted. Does this resonate? Why can't we say that? Why can't we have a conversation? Maybe people will respond. Maybe they won't. Brittany says, I think it's good to ask how you can serve. I pulled my audience and got 50-50 and wanting timely info and wanting business as normal. I think that that is such a good barometer. Brittany, I think everybody's going to get 50-50 because I might want normal information one day and I might not want it the next day. Ironically, my biggest piece of advice would be to get off the internet. And if you are on the internet, set a timer. After this live, go when I watch certain live videos, it feels this way and I feel this way after. If it leaves you in an upward trajectory, then you allow yourself time and space to do that. If you're feeling overwhelmed, don't do it tomorrow. Don't do it an hour from now. So for me, watching my consumption, like when I'm going through and looking at stories, it actually was like kind of uplifting to me, like seeing everybody in their lives and I was liking it. When I was staying on too long, it like shifted out of that. When I was going through my feed, I felt overwhelmed because I was seeing like news updates and I didn't like that. 
I've been distancing myself from my phone a lot. My kids are using it to FaceTime cousins. And that was actually really helpful yesterday. My six-year-old, he could just feel it yesterday. I could tell he just felt it. My only goal was how can I show up for him today? And I felt inspired. He should talk to his cousin. They have so much fun together. And I let him FaceTime for like two, maybe three hours with his cousin yesterday. That kept me off my phone. It was great because I was in a low place yesterday. Period hormones, life events, whatever. And that helped keep me safe. Hey Family says, my emotional state is definitely more rocky. Yeah, all of us. Project 8 campaign, you live in New York and you had to completely turn the news off today. Just because you're not reading the news articles doesn't mean you don't care. I think lots of times we think in order to care, we have to be completely immersed in learning about every death and learning about every new update. No, uh uh-uh, no. We can care by keeping ourselves informed, educated, safe, practicing social distancing, encouraging others to do the same, modeling how we're practicing social distancing, but then also just taking care of ourselves. And throughout the day, I will say a prayer for people or I will set gratitude for people. I want you to think about your own experience when you've been in the lowest, darkest place. One of my low dark places was after I was on a run. You guys may or may not know I was on a run a couple years ago and I got hit by a car and I broke ribs, the vertebrae, and I was bedridden for months in pain for a long time. And when I would see other people enjoying their body and aware of enjoying their bodies, like doing a high fitness class or going on a run and being grateful they could run, I I truly was grateful that they appreciated what they had. I don't think we show that we care by acting horrified by what we have and just consuming ourselves in guilt and despair. People who are sick, people who are suffering, one of the number one things that I've encountered with them is they want us to be grateful for everything we have. And I love what Lisa said, if we're too drained for consumption, we can't show up and help. And yes, Lindy, I get to say a couple years ago, right? Lindy suffered limb loss. She can tell us when you see people enjoying it appreciating their bodies, that, that's the number one thing. With the sorrow for people losing loved ones, I was just so engulfed in that sorrow that I just worked on living in that sorrow and feeling that sorrow and trying to take that sorrow and turn it into prayers and turn it into thoughtful action. And then today I do feel better. Maybe this afternoon I won't and that's okay. It's gonna be like this. And I think those of us who live like that, we have an advantage because I've had to learn how to live like this. And those of you who are more stable, I apologize. This must be very unsettling for you. But I'm going to help you because I know how to live like this. Because this is just how I live. I hope this has been helpful. I'm going to need to wrap up. I want to thank you guys for showing up. Give yourself space. Give yourself time. Give yourself compassion. If you're sad, be sad. Julie, we have been training for this. Yes. Those of us who live like this, we have been training for this. Let's cycle through our emotions so we can show up and serve. If working on your business as usual gives you a sense of normalcy, then do it. And if it doesn't, 
focus on living in the present. I'm glad this was helpful. I love you guys. And Jen, I've been trying to think about how I can share and show love during all this. Don't think about it anymore. Just whatever comes to your mind, if you feel capable of giving it, do. If you feel capable, you don't even think about it anymore because I'm not thinking about any of this. I'm, I'm just showing up and you can do that too. I love you guys. Okay. I hope that was helpful. I hope if nothing else, what you take away is whatever your capacity is right now, that's okay. If me saying wake up and serve, let's look for a way to help that feels good to you, then do it. But if you just want to start crying because you feel so at your wits end, it's time to go inside. It's inside yourself. Okay, we're already inside. It's time to go inside yourself. It's time to get quiet. It's time to start doing some healing. There is a lot of grief. There is a huge loss. There is a collective loss that has happened. Loss for the way of life that we once knew. Even if you haven't lost a loved one, like again, there's loss all around us in so many ways, but don't diminish your loss just because it's not as big or grand as you think it should be to have pain. There's a loss happening right now. So grief is natural and we all respond to grief differently. We all respond to pain differently. And my goal is that if you are beating yourself up for some lack of motivation or slacking or whatever, let's take a deep breath in and out and just let it go. Let it go. Forgive yourself and let it go. This is unprecedented. You're doing an amazing job. You do the best you can. And then when you know better, you do better, my Angelou. And that's it. That's what we're going to do every day with love and compassion. It's all we can do. Okay, that's all we can do. I'm sending you so much love. Shoot us an email. Let us know what we can do to support you. Let us know what questions you have during this time. The fastest way to get those suggestions to us is to follow us on Allison's Brand School Instagram, send a direct message, leave it in a comment box so that we really can serve you and support you. Our newsletter goes out. We have action items and thought exercises in every newsletter. And like I said, we have that retreat with the coaching that's going to be happening every month until it happens in June. And there's just, I think, two spots for that. So you can check that out as well. Check it out in the podcast podcast description. And now more than ever, if you feel called to do it, freaking do it. I love you. I love you. You're doing an amazing job. man, Mr. Eric Robertson, wants to invite you to join Pleasant Pictures Music Club. If you are a content creator, you can save 20% off with the code Business Therapy. So go to pleasantpictures.club and enjoy this jaunty tune.